Hey everyone, Coach over here, and today we have a special guest from the MTG community to narrate this episode of Card Anthology. Our featured narrator is none other than Simon from the YouTube channel Ether Hub. Simon is best known for his tellings of the MTG lore and has multiple videos on different characters, creatures of the MTG universe, and other MTG storylines such as the Adventures of the Gatewatch. So without further delay, Simon, this episode of Card Anthology is all yours. Hello everyone, Simon here, and in today's episode of Card Anthology, we'll be going over one of the most highly favored sets among the Magic the Gathering community, Tempest. Tempest was released on October of 1997, and it was the 20th set of the Magic the Gathering franchise, being the first set in the Wrath block. It would later be followed by the second and third block installments, Stronghold and Exodus respectively. The set symbol for Tempest was the Lightning Cloud. Tempest was the last set that was advertised as a standalone collection and was marketed as an expert level set. With the release of Portal earlier in the year for new prospective players, Tempest was aimed towards more experienced players of the franchise. It was sold in 15 card booster packs and had 4 pre-constructed theme decks. These pre-constructed decks only used cards from the Tempest set and was advertised as ready to play. The deck also had a strategy booklet to explain how each deck functioned, and also had other information about the Weatherlight Saga. The pre-constructed decks were called Deep Freeze, The Flames of Wrath, The Swarm, and The Slivers. There were new mechanics and themes that were introduced in the Tempest set. The mechanic Shadow, which was an evasion and blocking restriction keyword, was probably the most recognizable among them. It allowed creatures with Shadow to only be blocked by other creatures with Shadow. These can be seen in cards such as Sultari Monk and Dothai Slayer. The other mechanic, Buyback, was the ability on instants and sorceries that, when a card is cast for regular and buyback cost, the card goes back into the hand instead of the graveyard after the spell is resolved. This can be seen in cards such as Capsize and Disturbed Burial. There were 11 full cycles in this set. Some of the cycles included the Circle of Protections originally printed in the Limited Edition Alpha set. Other cycles included the Slowlands, the Enemy Color Tap Pain Lands like Salt Flats, the Hoser Doubles, the Gold Enemy Color Spells, and the Licid Creatures. A common cycle was the 1-1 Slivers, which were two converted mana creatures that granted an ability to all slivers. The common slivers were Talon Sliver, Wing Sliver, Clot Sliver, Heart Sliver, and Muzzle Sliver. You also had the Uncommon Cycle that complemented it. That cycle was the 2-2 Slivers, which were stronger uncommon versions, having a converted mana cost of 3 and also granted abilities to all Slivers. The Uncommon Slivers included Armor Sliver, Memnonic Sliver, Wind Whip Sliver, Barb Sliver, and Horn Sliver. The last cycle was Rare Medallions, which were two converted mana artifacts that reduced the spells of a specific color by one mana. The medallions consisted of Pearl Medallion, Sapphire Medallion, Jet Medallion, Ruby Medallion, and Emerald Medallion. The total set was 350 cards with 110 commons such as Mog Fanatic and Shadow Rift, 110 uncommons like Flickering Ward and Propaganda and 110 rares such as Shocker and Recycle, along with 20 lands. Functional reprints were part of Tempest that had cards such as Clergy Anvik, which replicated Semite Healer from 5th edition. 
Other functional reprints were Staunch Defenders, which simulated Spiritual Guardian from Portal, Sky Shard Troll, which acted as Gorilla Chieftain from Alliances, and Root Water Hunter, which was a functional reprint of Zorin Spellcaster from Ice Age. There were also 31 true reprints in this set that included cards such as Dark Ritual, Disenchant, Giant Strength, Stone Rain, Counterspell, and even Pacifism. There were 13 notable cards in the Tempest set, with the first card being Cold Storage. This was an artifact that read, Pay 3 mana, put target creature you control in Cold Storage, sacrifice Cold Storage, put all creature cards on Cold Storage into play. Diabolical Edict, which was a black instant spell that said, Target player sacrifices a creature. Trade Wind Rider was a 1-4 blue creature with flying that also had the ability stating, Tap two target creatures you control, return target permanent to its owner's hand. Cursed Scroll was an artifact that read, Pay 3 mana and tap, name a card, reveal a card at random from your hand. If it's the name card, Cursed Scroll deals 2 damage to target creature or player. Lotus Petal was an artifact that can be tapped and sacrificed to add 1 mana of any color to your color pool. Lotus Petal was also a common in the set. Grindstone was an artifact that read, Pay 3 mana and tap. Target player puts the top 2 cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. If both cards share a color, repeat the process. Time Warp was a blue sorcery that stated, Target player takes an extra turn after this one. This was all the rage for blue decks at the time. Humility was a white enchantment that affected all creatures by making them 1-1 and losing all their abilities. It was highly effective against heavy creature decks, and green as well. Intuition was a blue instant spell that said, Search your library for three cards and reveal them. Target opponent chooses one, put that card into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Shuffle your library. Earthcraft was a green enchantment that read, Tap an untapped creature you control. Untap target basic land. Green decks use this for mana ramping purposes and in making infinite combos. Ancient Tomb was a land card that could be tapped for 2 generic mana. When tapped, it would also deal 2 damage to you, but it gives you a mana advantage, so who really cared? Scroll Rack was an artifact card that can be activated for 1 mana and by tapping it. Exile any number of cards from your hand face down. Put that many cards from the top of your library into your hand. Then look at the exiled cards and put them back onto the top of your library in any order. The last notable card, and probably the most infamous, was Wasteland, which was a land that can be tapped to gain one mana, but it could also be tapped and sacrificed to destroy a non-basic land. This is a major card if you're looking to take out your opponent's land base. And quickly, here are some fun facts about Tempest. Apes of Wrath was a pun for the 1939 novel, The Grapes of Wrath. The card Mog Squad is a play on the 1960s uncover cop show, The Mod Squad, which focused on cops posing as hippies in order to stop crimes. The card Squeeze Toy is actually pronounced Squeeze Toy. And a sealed booster box of Tempest right now is worth about 950 bucks. Well, that everyone was everything you need to know about the Tempest set from Magic the Gathering. If you enjoyed this in-depth look at Tempest, then I'd suggest catching the rest of the card anthology series here on the Card Bazaar. If you also enjoyed my docile tones, then let me recommend my own MTG YouTube channel known as the Ether Hub. We provide compelling videos on all things MTG, news, lore, deck techs, we do it all. You can check that out at youtube.com slash SimonMTG. 
As always, guys, thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you next time. So that is the end of our episode over Tempest, and I would like to thank Simon for narrating this episode of Card Anthology. It's always exciting to have a prominent MTG YouTuber in our videos, and I'm glad Simon was gracious enough to help out with our channel. Tell us in the comment section what you like about this episode, or some of the cards that were impactful coming out of this set. If you enjoyed this video, hit that like button, share this video, and subscribe to the Card Bazaar if you have not done so already. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and the MTG Amino app by clicking in the links in the video description. Make sure you also subscribe to EtherHub for more videos on the lore of the Magic the Gathering universe, as well as the works from Bad Wolf MTG, the deck techs and strategies of the Planeswalker project, and the top 10 videos of Nizahone Magic. All of these content creators can be found at the channel EtherHub and also on their very own channels. Also, Nizahone will be doing a top 10 video over the cards from the Tempest set which will be released on Friday, February 10th, so go ahead and check out that and his other content at Nizahone Magic. If you missed our last episode over Weatherlight, please click on the card in the top or in the link in the video description. Next week, we will be going over the expansion set Stronghold, so be on the lookout for that episode next Sunday. This is Coach, signing out, and we will see you guys next time at the Card Bazaar.